and welcome to another installment of Behind the Fourth Wall, a podcast where we discuss movies, trailers, TV shows, and more. Today we will be re- reviewing the highly anticipated Rumble in the Jungle, King Kong vs. Godzilla. My name is Emmett, and I'm joined by the illustrious Beskar Bending co-host, Ivan. We also have the, uh, the pleasure of being joined today by the 2002 GameCube Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee Best of Eleven series, Dr. Ben. Dr. Ben, your screen stretch Mothra play in round six was just, it was breathtaking. Uh, it's an honor to have you here with us today. Yeah, you know, I know. It's a, it was an impressive move, one of many in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fun to be here. I, I appreciate you guys having me. This is going to be fun. This is a new one for us. <laughs> Three-way conversation. Yeah, this is a, this is the first of many series, hopefully, uh, depending on how you do today. <laughs> so it's all on you. Yeah, this this might be a failed experiment. One and done, guys. One and done. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're not going to do news today. Uh, for that, we'll just throw that into the Falcon, just because this has been, we've been hyping this movie up for weeks now. Uh, so we're excited just to talk about it. Um, we're talking about the HBO King Kong versus Godzilla. Let's do a spoiler-free edition. Ivan, you want to kick us off on that? Yeah, sure. I think there's like a solid 45 minutes of this movie that I'll probably be go- looking back on for years. Like, the replayability factor is big on this one. And it's basically all the stuff that has little to no humans in it. <laughs> I think it was a solid movie, and I think something that um, I really miss pre-COVID times. You know the thing where we used to go together with like a big group of strangers and just watch this big thing on the big screen? I miss doing that. <laughs> I probably would have spanned my AMC sub privileges quite a bit. I think the biggest shortcoming of this movie was the plot overall. Oh, but really? like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the plot in this movie didn't stick with you i although like anybody that's going to see this movie like you know what you're getting yourself into so if you're not like if you're going in there expecting like oscar performances or something like that like you know then you deserve to be disappointed but um yeah. I, I thought it was a solid entry and i at the end of this i'm kind of hoping that they continue with something down the line yeah i, I hope so too i'd like to see the monster verse keep going Benji, what were what was your thoughts on the movie? Yeah, I mean, I, I echo a lot of the same thoughts as Ivan. I think it's pretty much exactly what you were hoping for. If you saw Godzilla versus Kong and thought this is going to be a great movie, you probably were super pumped by most of how it played out, and you weren't expecting a whole lot of background other than kind of just putting the pieces on the board so that they could throw down. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you were looking for plot you're not going to find much. <laughs> I mean, there's really not a whole lot to dig deep into with that. So, um, you know, I think it kind of serves its purpose well, and it's pretty fun. Like, I think the biggest thing that would be disappointing is kind of like you said with the movie theaters. Yeah. This would this is like pure entertainment flick, like great time to go to the theater, big screen, whole lot of bashing, a lot of fun. But uh, it has a different feel in the living room for sure. But you know, hopefully this will be part of the uptrend back for the theater industry. Yeah, we do see that it's it's hitting box office really well uh, in foreign markets. I don't know the numbers domestically, but it, it is on track to be out the last Godzilla movie, right? Yeah, I think I don't know the numbers specifically. I, I usually do. But <laughs> it was like 200 million opening weekend, right? It was, but like last I saw... It opened up in China last week, and apparently it's been like received really well. I think the global total before premiering in the states was somewhere like 125 million 
dollars or so. So that's a pretty big opening weekend, especially when you consider like the fact that we've had like Tenet, Wonder Woman, 1984. I'm trying to think of like other big blockbusters. I think that's I think that's all we've had at this point. Uh, and, Justice League. Ever hear of it? It's four <laughs> hours long. <laughs> it didn't release in theaters though, so I don't think we could yeah. necessarily compare it. Yeah. Also, it, it was a four it's hour. It's limited. Limited comparisons. <laughs> but uh, it's it's impressive, though. And I think that if any movie is going to make the case for people to go back to the theaters, assuming they're vaccinated or COVID-free, it would be this movie. Yeah, I, I do think this one would have benefited a lot more from going to the movies, not only because, like, the big screens would have been better for the fights and, like, the sound, like, the audio would have rumbled the the whole like the whole um, theater but we were talking about it yesterday Benji when we were watching we were like you know there's going to be a couple like weirdo fans that like clap when <laughs> Godzilla pops up out of the water and stuff like that so yeah like I do miss those things and I, th- I do think you get exactly what you're anticipating here like the trailers are true to form I was surprised to see that this was under two hours long and I thought for that like we're, we're talking about how it was missing some plot points I think maybe we could have gotten an extra like 20 minutes out of that if they added like 20 minutes on to do some of the human plots. But that's also like the very tough line to walk because we often say like these movies, you don't want to have that much human element. You want to see the monsters fight. So I know I'm asking, I'm kind of contradicting myself there, but I would have liked a little bit extra there. Uh, other than that, you're getting exactly what you want for less than two hours. It's the Transformers thing, too. Because, like, you go and you watch any Transformers movie, it's like you're there for the robots, but yet you get, like, 75% of the movie dedicated to Mark Wahlberg and Bud Light, <laughs> you know, like, getting well, product oh, you're, ta- you're talking later Transformers, because I'm there for, for Megan Fox. The Shia LaBeouf I, movies? Yeah, are, those were good. The first one was... I thought the first one was good. The second one and on, like, I'm just like... You're just like... Oh, did they fall just, off for you? <laughs> It's just complete trash. <laughs> the yeah. designs are cool, though. <laughs> the visuals are nice, but yeah. So I think I... we're all we're all giving it a recommend, especially since it's so short. Um, it's pretty easy to watch. Yeah, I think there's you know it's even if you don't like it, it's not like you're trapped in the movie at all. Like I think you guys brought up Justice League. I I was reading some article where like half the people that were supposedly watching justice league didn't finish it in the first week <laughs> like you're here you can finish this pretty easily yeah. and if you yeah. like just fun movies you're probably gonna have a decent time as long as you kind of disconnect your brain a little bit <laughs> i yeah. did like the the fact that it wasn't too long because i feel like my biggest complaint on the last movie was like there's too much human story to it so for this one, it's like they didn't really bother to give too much plot to it, which I appreciate. Whereas the last movie, I thought, was taking the human plot too seriously. So in a way, it kind of balanced itself out, I think, a bit more than than, than the last two. Well, the last one, especially. Yeah, let's uh, let's leave it there for the people that haven't seen it. Uh, leave the spoiler free behind. So if you haven't seen it and you still plan to and you don't want any spoilers, go ahead and throw it on pause and come back later. So for now, let's get into, I don't know, do you guys want to talk like specific scenes or maybe we just talk about like Kong's daily routine? (laughs) How (laughs) he wakes up to like just indie music, like indie country music and just like goes for a shower, goes for a little walk and then casually tears down the the containment (laughs) hub that he's living in now. (laughs) They Truman showed him, right? Like he knew. (laughs) Like, it was one day the the island was going under chaos and collapsing, and the next day he's waking up, like, in a nice little containment bubble. 
You guys find it weird that we went because I, I watched the Godzilla movies, the, the 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 one from 2014, I think it was, and then the obviously the follow up, and then this one. The one from 2014 seemed really grounded, like modern tech and all that. And then we had a drastic jump to now you have Kong in like this hub where like everything's like VR. And I'm like, how did human how did humanity jump that high in tech? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think uh, the. <laughs> The the technological or technological advancement is impressive, um, especially considering like they're using like whatever that basic sound wave tracking for the echolocation yeah. in 2014, yeah. and now we have like the heave machine, which is projecting <laughs> itself down into core and defying gravity. Like it, it's it's a quick advancement, which is kind of in keeping, I think, with the illogical part of these movies. <laughs> Yeah. It's a total 180. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I think it would have benefited maybe, like, I don't know, an extra five minutes. Just tell us what we've missed in the past three years. Because three years is a long time to jump from Boston and every other city being torn to shreds and having, what was it, like, ten different kaijus come out of the woodworks and like and then just go back to their normal days and now we're not talking about where those are like i just well, need a little bit they at the beginning of that montage they have like the defeated like basically tournament style godzilla <laughs> and kong last two standing but they put defeated on a bunch of those monsters that you saw at the end of king of the monsters which i saw some people bringing up as like did like Godzilla go around killing these monsters that submitted to him afterward? That's like not really explained if he's just like what does defeated mean? Are they just like bowing to him or did they go, you know, are they just chilling on Monster Island somewhere? Now they're dead. <laughs> they're a hundred percent dead. <laughs> Anyone that gets out of out of line, you gotta crack the whip, protect the crown at all costs. <laughs> They didn't pay that protection fee, so he went around <laughs> to collect. Taxes, they're due. <laughs> Your Titan tax is overdue. I didn't notice that they were ones that, like, good guys at the end. I only noticed the like, Ghidorah, like the, the ones that didn't yeah, submit. I think Rodan and the Mammoth one, the two that, or I think it was not like Mammoth. the or something. <laughs> I know, of course, not the Mammoth, anyone but him. But yeah, I think he they they had the defeat monikers on them, which you know kind of want to know what happened there. It's kind of an elimination of a whole lot of you know the last one was all about we have to learn how to live with these titans, right? And now it's just like no, Godzilla just take them all out, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like helping the planet, right? Like their radiation caused different plant life to grow and animals to return to areas. So it's weird that that whole storyline was dropped. And I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not saying like we need an extra half hour on all this stuff but like five minutes or even like you said when they do those opening intro things i love those like flipping through fake historical pages and speeches and all that but maybe make that actually useful and tell a story as opposed to being like jfk being like censored <laughs> talking about <laughs> monsters like <laughs> well i know the last one performed really poorly for them so i think maybe they just added that as like a, oh here we're tying up all the loose ends that we kind of created from the last one but none of those none of those titans were the ones from like the kaiju films are they because like i remember like this giant crab one i remember like the kraken looking one i don't know their names but i don't think any of those, those were one. the ones included <laughs> yeah. were they I, I think the only are you talking about like from this monster verse history or are you talking like any kaiju movie no, so like so Rodan, Mothra, those were from like the original Kaiju films. 
Uh, and I do know that Godzilla's fought, I don't know how many monsters at this point. Like, whatever the the roster on Destroy All Monsters was. <laughs> yeah, but, like, at this point, they've, they've redone Godzilla so many times over in Japan that, like, I'm pretty sure his adversary list has grown a lot. Which, by the way, we need a new video game for that, so, like, can anybody get on that? <laughs> like, it's it's long overdue. The biggest missed opportunity in this movie is not bringing back Jet, or Jet Jaguar. And if you guys don't know who Jet Jaguar is, he's... <laughs> oh, obviously we know, but tell the people who don't know. Cause... No one should know, because he's well, we, the worst we know. character ever. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> in the, in the... Say, well, I, I know everything. Go ahead. In the OG Godzilla movies, he's this Power Ranger-style character who shrinks and grows to the side of, size of Godzilla to help him fight Megalon, which is Drill Hands, <laughs> <laughs> the Drill Hands guy. And that's the famous GIF movie where Godzilla's flying through the air feet first. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Jet Jaguar movie. Real missed opportunity to bring him out here to slug down with uh, with Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> but that's the thing is like these movies are running out of real estate on recognizable kaiju's. So like for we us. can talk about yeah for for the average fan I think though like. You know Mecca, and that might be as deep as you go. Like, maybe you've heard of Rodan, but we already featured him. So, like, it's kind of hard for them to pull. May, like, there's a, a, a good library of monsters that they can pull from, but it's like, is it only going to appeal to the people that know what they're talking about? Or is it like, do they just make bigger, badder, scarier new ones? Yeah, I guess it depends on the market, right? Like, I know kaijus are huge in Japan along with like most like and i discovered this a couple of years ago but apparently like the power ranger show we have here is basically just a dubbed version of what we have of what they show over in japan minus some of the violence on it so i, oh, really? I yeah there's stuff I mean, there's more stuff to the source material than what you know the american market i think is used to so they have stuff they can do and they can like they can spin anything off to make it compelling i mean like nobody knew who iron man was at the beginning of like the 2010s kind of yeah um but then like they skyrocketed that or i guess a better example was like guardians of the galaxy like nobody knew who those characters were until they made it compelling in the movie so there's stuff they can do i just feel like up to this point they haven't really been putting too much um work on it it's basically just been like whatever has the most familiarity to people is what they're going to go with i think like the through line in the movies too is usually like monarch and that like allows them to kind of like connect some of the monsters to like right. to you know to like bring in these new monsters and be like oh we've been studying them the whole time but like monarch's role in this one seems to be fairly diminished so like yeah can we talk about monarch because like they were the entire plot of the last movie i know that since that movie didn't do great maybe they are trying to distance themselves a little bit but like what happened to them as an organization? Like, I have to think that there was another half hour to this movie that was cut on, like, left on the editing floor because they had to make time or something like that. Because uh, there's so many things that don't really make sense. Like, we don't see, um, what what's his name? Uh, Kyle Chandler that often. We see him in, like, three minutes combined. <laughs> and then, like, randomly out of nowhere, Lance, Lance Reddick from The Wire appears in hong kong giving orders and it's like who the heck is this guy he works at monarch now like uh like what happened to them like do you guys have ideas i obviously we're not gonna be able to decipher it from the movie but let's speculate here it was two organizations right it's monarch and then there's apex which was the one that was based in hong kong right 
Right, but Apex is this like private company that's a solution to interactions with with Kaiju, which is what Monarch's territory was. But I have to guess that because um, the woman who who gave who um, like ruined everything in the last movie died. Emma Russell, Doctor uh, Emma Russell. Yeah, Doctor Emma Russell uh, had like created all the the chaos. I have to assume that there was like restrictions on Monarch, right? I guess so, but it also kind of comes down to like I guess they didn't find it compelling enough to tell us what the reasoning behind it was. Like I, I don't know. I, I feel like as somebody who was invested in the Kong versus Godzilla aspect of it, I don't care. <laughs> but they're holding Kong. They're still in power enough to hold Kong and be able to move him without any sort of approval process from Skull Island to Antarctica, just. Uh, whenever they want. <laughs> Clearly, the con- all the countries have no regulations <laughs> to put on this. <laughs> We're living in a chaotic world. I buy Do what it. You, want. you have a giant ape. Go ahead. Go to Antarctica. Wait. We're taking Kong to Antarctica? Wait, what? <laughs> Can we, is he passing through our borders? <laughs> I did hear a rumor that uh, that was, like, there was a cut there that uh, in the movie, they talk about this line that, like, how they thought Skull Island was one of those entryways into the Hollow Earth, which would have made a lot of sense because, like, that's how Kong's family, who clearly had a big presence in the Hollow Earth with that temple, uh, would have gotten to Skull Island. So that would have made more sense is, like, show us Monarch has been studying the island even more during the storm collapse or something like that. I guess they just didn't want to because they were probably ready to put the franchise to bed with this film. But I think they're going to probably have to backtrack that back a little bit. You think there's going to be a second to this? I think it's kind of inevitable because of the reaction that it's gotten. I think as like somebody who's like very like subjectively rooting for more of these movies as just like a Godzilla fanboy, I think... Like, it it would make sense to end the movies here because you don't have, like... You've kind of, like, taken Monarch to a fizzle-out point. You've you've kind of spent your capital in terms of your big heavy hitter monsters that people recognize. So, like, King Ghidorah or uh, Mechagodzilla, Rodan. Like, once you get past Mothra and, and Lewis IV, it's, you kind of are, like... You're pulling at the jet jaguars of the world instead of like <laughs> instead of some people... Some things that people see. So either you have to get, like, creative and and kind of really lean into the craziness that you introduced more and more in the last two movies, or you kind of let this go and then probably reboot the franchise in 15 years, like everything else major these days. I think I, that's got to, that's going to be the direction. I don't think you can do any more storylines off of this one. I think it's just going to be like maybe in 10 years we'll see. Like It could be the same CGI type of King Kong Godzilla, and like, what are they up to now? But I don't think it's gonna be like. But this time it's Mecha Kong. <laughs> like it, the way that this movie ended is like Kong and Zilla are in an agreement. Like we're both alphas, so we'll go to our own world. Like Kong, Kong, you get the underworld. I'll be Zeus up here. You be Hades. Like so, I the like the only way to reboot this would be like, there's a threat threatening both worlds <laughs> like they have to team up again starsky and hutch back at it <laughs> it's the aliens man it's the, it could be. the opportunity they've been around since the 70s 
Yeah, there, there's. there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a lot to pull from. And isn't there a Mecha King Ghidorah too? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's really that was my favorite movie growing up because the idea is like aliens use Monster Zero to basically conquer Earth, and I think there's something involved with like the world's water supply or something like that. Monster Zero was King, King Ghidorah. Ghidorah right? Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then Godzilla teams up with some some boys, beats him up, rips off a head, throws it in the ocean. Aliens come down, pick him out refix them mechanically and say get back down there and t- take this world for us and basically it's kind of the same idea as what they introduced with this movie with like dr sarazawa's kid um and like the alien connection between Ghidorah's like telepathic head and like yeah his head making mecha godzilla so it's a similar idea they could kind of springboard it there but i almost think it would have made sense to do that before doing mecha godzilla if yeah you're do that at- as opposed to just going straight to Mecha Godzilla when he's kind of like final boss. There's and there's multiple ways they can pivot it. Yeah, the, the like the the human element is because they attach so much to it that has kind of run its course. Yeah. A bit, and I think from here on they could either embrace the craziness of of the source material or they could just backtrack and be like, no, we'll just stick to regular Godzilla because it, it, it's kind of been all over the place and you can kind of see it almost like almost a little bit like the. Uh, Star Wars sequel trilogy stuff, where like you can tell that it's a different vision every time you're watching this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But we, we, because like I saw the, the 2014 Godzilla movie, I think it's still a really good movie, but Godzilla is nowhere in the movie until like the, the end. I mean, you can't even see him if he's in there. Like, it's so His dark. Foot is in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so dark. Uh, but this does give me, like, Transformers vibes, because it was, like, wasn't that one of the ones where, like, Megatron uploaded himself into somebody else or something like that? Like, that would be a really cool thing that they, I think they should have delayed. I think they, I, I think they rushed putting Ghidorah into Mechagodzilla in this one. I think it should have been Sarazawa's kid fighting him and lose, and that would have set up another one to be, like, Ghidorah uplinked before he lost and now has these pieces and once he's put back together or like something like crazy like that, whatever it is. Uh, but I do agree. I think the human elements storylines have run their course, but I don't think they care. I think they could always reintroduce some stupid plot point. Like Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown's character probably should have been done last movie, but they gave her all of the human screen time in this movie. They could turn her into the Jet Jaguar character. <laughs> is that dull. roll open? I'll take it. <laughs> Keep me in the franchise. <laughs> I that would be a great gig though. Like just like, you're in like a rubber suit next to another person dressed as Godzilla, <laughs> like tearing apart a foam town. That'd be great. I will say, out of the human group though, I loved Brian Tyree Henry's character, the podcast guy. <laughs> he was just so like conspiracy theory driven which also begs the question guys are you tap or no tap <laughs> tap all the way yeah conspiracy yeah i could tell you yep. have to tap <laughs> i'm a you gotta go brita at least one level of filtration you can't just drink right from the faucet I go, I go either. I got my water filter. It's just that it takes so long to to reset it up. You're after drinking New York water. Well. You should not be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's too late for me. <laughs> We're knocking years off. All right. It's too late for me. Now you're just going tap. <laughs> okay. 
but yeah, I liked his character because he made the human bit like enjoyable because he was just he was funny and it was quick humor. It got him on screen, got him off screen. I don't know if I agree with spilling whiskey on the control panel that <laughs> Mecha has already disconnected from is going to affect him. But hey, it's an idea. There's no bad ideas. Let's let's shoot it. <laughs> It's gotta suck that that's how that's basically how he lost the fight is because he it's essentially disconnected his his Wi-Fi connection is basically what it amounted to. Um, also, poor Mechagodzilla, he got jumped at the end. Like <laughs> that wasn't even the fair fight at the end. Yeah, do we want to hop in that or do we want to do the three rounds of Khan let's, Godzilla? Let's do the three rounds because I feel like. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused by your notes <laughs> of, like, who won each one. I so thought let's... you wrote that. I agreed with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first round is the boat transit. Kong is being moved to Antarctica. And they're on a... I, it's like a container shipping... Containment ship without containers. Without the containers. Big enough to hold two kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have an, a fleet escort of the Royal Navy, which got wiped out immediately. Uh, yeah, Zilla won this one, but only because Kong was being held back, literally handcuffed and drowning. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's pretty clear that I think you put Kong on the water, it's game over. I mean, even if he's got a little yeah. bit of a life preserver. So there. we all agree this one was rigged. Let, no, Kong should have learned to swim. This is what it comes down to. He did swim. No, it's weaknesses. just that the the humans shackled him, and then the boat flipped, so he's drowning in that. Godzilla can only play the schedule. I've told you this since we saw it. He can only play the schedule. If if it happens to line up on the ocean, he's going to take his advantage. I mean, come on. That's his territory. He's just going to take him out. That's true. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I don't like it, but Zilla won this round. And it was also like... He didn't win it, win it, because they were playing dead. Like, playing possum is a fair tactic. So, Zilla should have finished it. Should have confirmed the kill. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he just figured, well, clearly, they're not an alpha. Nobody involved in this is an alpha if you're willing to just lay down on the job here. What, possum's not an alpha move? I do it all the time. (laughs) I think we're good here. This guy, he doesn't want any more of this. He doesn't want any smoke. I'm out of here. I got bigger fish to fry. Also, if Kong's the last Titan, like who's he gonna wail on after that? Like he's got to leave somebody to come back to his punching bag. So. Yeah, this was the greatest punch heard around the world, though, by Kong. <laughs> Just one cheap shot to the jaw, followed by a scratch. Quick, quick, quick scratch back. <laughs> uh, this is what I liked about this movie, though. It's like exactly what you want. Like you wanted that punch, and then just exchanging blows back and forth. Ivan did make the point, too, though, that Godzilla gave him, like, a little bit of concession by not unleashing the breath until pretty late in the fight there. I mean, he could have just come in guns blazing, destroyed the ship, and Kong would have drowned anyway. But he gave him a chance. I disagree with that ability. That shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't... Wait, you disagree with the ability? Yeah. You shouldn't be able to just constantly (laughs) use it. It used to take charge-up time. (laughs) Well, he's he's had a lot of time to train in the past couple of years. At All first, right. it took him a little while. Now he's got it on. I got it on. Uh, quick loader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Godzilla's not in control of the directors here. Clearly, the first guy that directed the first of this movie was like, he needs charge time. The second <laughs> time, they're like, nah, forget it. He's he's fully charged throughout this whole movie. 
well, and that's over here. What I'm upset about. He he doesn't need a charge time, but Kong's hammer axe needs a recharge every well, every he, use. He's probably still <laughs> a on one-off? The, he's still on the juice of Sarazawa's nuke from last movie. He doesn't need like recharge that's a slow time. Burn. He's just yeah. yeah, it's 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 radioactive. He's still drawing that in. It's that's it's true. You know, it, it makes sense. <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> I wonder if Boston's okay. <laughs> Is it still <laughs> No, they're gone. That, that, thing, that city's uninhabitable. <laughs> we don't it always was. We never talked about it. I hope the Red Sox weren't in town during that. <laughs> he melted that whole city, too. I was like, that's a huge price. Like, uh, yeah, just you stopped King Ghidorah, but still. Yeah, just by stepping in it, it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> just by showing your face, you've ruined that city. <laughs> All right, so that's round one. Goes to Zilla. Fair or unfair. He played the schedule. He got that win. Round two, Hong Kong, part one, Zilla just digs all the way to the center of the earth. <laughs> and then they just look through the tunnel and just say, hey, I'm coming up. Hold on one second. <laughs> that sequence confused me a bit. So, like, if I, if I remember, so, like, he, he basically just spanned his atomic breath until it hit the earth's core, right? Is yeah, that and I thought he was digging down into where Mecca was. It, it seemed like that was but the for some reason. <laughs> he was like, "Nope, that's not the immediate threat. I want to get to the center yeah. of the earth." But he 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 destroyed whatever was that like the power source for Kong's yeah Hollow Earth world. So like, can he go back there? Isn't that like that's like breaking your pipes in your home, isn't it? Like you, you just you have it's unlivable, wouldn't it be? I mean, ever hear a fixer upper? <laughs> Put it back together, man. <laughs> I, I think. Well, he ends the movie in uh, in the what is it? The Hol- Earth's Hol- core, Hollow core Earth world, and Earth. it looks like mock, um, Monarch it, Monarch moved with him. Yeah. So they clearly can help him out. Uh, but yeah, it is weird that like he dug all the way to the center of Earth. But this fight is it better or as good as the boat trip? I think it's better because it was just longer. Yeah, I think it's 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 more enjoyable. It's 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 a better fight because it's pretty even terms. Like there's no restrictions on Kong's movements. Kong's got Stormbreaker. Godzilla is basically just you know he's going full tilt the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was I think it was fair. I think that it's also like this is kind of the definitive moment, right? Like because this is right before Mecha Godzilla shows up. This is so that they both are basically within an even playing field kong's got his axe godzilla's got his atomic breath whatever he normally um uses right but he he he, godzilla takes kong down at the end of this fight doesn't he or am i remembering that incorrectly here yeah but there's a little break right like there's definitely two rounds in this fight yeah where where king kong is just dominating this fight and then they separate for a bit and then kong re-engages when he throws that like scaffolding crane at Mm -hmm. him that's like that's when round two starts in this or round three starts in this fight yeah i would say like it's kind of likened to like the infinity war iron man thanos exchange where like iron man has a great series of moves to scratch thanos and i do mean a direct comparison between godzilla and thanos in this (laughs) in this uh, argument here where there's lost, a right? series of great moves by Iron Man. <laughs> lands a nice little scratch on Godzilla. Godzilla goes down after that nice axe hit and then immediately puts on the full rage and kind of takes Kong to school with the... Yeah, he I scratches the, him up. 
part three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, that was brutal. He gives him the mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Which an alpha wouldn't do if you're like, if you've, like you said, in the opening credits, there's so many enemies he defeated. Why is he like, all right, like I, I recognize you'll never bow, so I'll leave you alone. <laughs> Why would an alpha Zilla do that? He's just remembering the possum play. And he's like, no, yeah, this guy's not a threat. <laughs> I took his axe. He's fine. Let's let him go. I took his shoulder and his axe. He can't do much else. <laughs> I think it's a fun factor, though, too, for him. Because it's like, it becomes this whole thing of like, well, if he's he kills Khan, like, who, yeah, well, who else is he going to wail on afterwards? <laughs> That's a true point. I might, I might cave and agree with you. I am so on King Kong's team that I want him to be the winner. <laughs> I but he did Kong... he did die from this, right? Like he needed the defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kong was the heart and soul of this movie, to to be totally frank. I think he was the protagonist of this movie. But that doesn't mean <laughs> he was the winner of these fights. I feel like they definitively settled that. Like it was it was Godzilla that won out in the end, which is kind of predictably where I thought it was gonna go. Um, it was just kind of messed up to see like a Godzilla basically just left him to die and he's like, All right, I'm I'm out of here, I'm leaving. <laughs> Um, until because until Mechagodzilla comes up, and truth be told, I guess like, is it a fair fight if Godzilla's fighting Mechagodzilla right after he got wailed on by Kong and still won the fight? Like that's like catching somebody as they're leaving the boxing ring and jumping them. Yeah, so you're moving on to the fourth round where it's a two v one. So I think just a wrap up thoughts. Zilla is stronger than Kong because he wins two rounds out of this. Yeah. But that's playing a best of three series. I usually play best of five, so give me two more <laughs> of Kong, fully charged axe. Well, you know, look out. Godzilla gave you that option. He left Kong down on the ground, and he's like, hey, humans, go clean up your boy. He did I'm gonna, clean I'm up. I'm going to walk back. Uh, so now I need round four and <laughs> you, five. You clean him up, and then we'll go We'll go around again. If he, if he goes, he goes. You know, I'm, I can't help that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. In a short series, Zilla wins. You maybe seven game series? <laughs> Some of these road games? You put one in a jungle? I don't see Zilla winning that one. He did a lot better than I thought he was going to do. We'll just... Kong? <laughs> yeah. I did like the Kong climbing, like, whatever the equivalent of the Empire State Building is in Hong Kong. If that's even what Hong Kong looks like, I don't know. Yes. But I did like that little, like, retro climbing the tower type of thing. That was funny, yeah. Yeah, I think the that that part, and then we were talking before the stuff the stuff the butt of the axe into Godzilla's mouth at the beginning when he tries to atomic breath him is like a good callback to the yeah they did that the in another movie the right yeah the original Godzilla versus Kong when he jams the tree in his mouth to, <laughs> to, to try to stop his atomic breath that was a good little move there to be like no yeah I've seen that <laughs> it works it works it's a good move I'll give it to him. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that movie too. Like I, I noticed, there's a couple of them on HBO Max, so I'm kind of hoping that some of the older ones are there, if not all of them, like the, the more significant ones. Yeah, I, this could. I do. I do think that this movie could maybe, you know, create some new fans of the of the monsterverse and go back and watch some of the old throwback uh, King Kongs and Godzillas. It's not gonna be me, but I think it could be some people, <laughs> especially kids. I would say, like kids willing kids, to put up with a black and white man, well, uh, yeah, movie not. with a, a guy in a costume. Maybe not the, you know, I, I retract that. <laughs> uh, They're still but doing you, those too, I think. Are they? 
I think so. Well, well, I know they're doing like new Godzilla movies. I don't know if they're still doing the whole like man in the rubber suit thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Japan because they're still doing their like Power Ranger type shows. Yeah. With, uh, what is it? I'm thinking of like one in particular that was was it Ultraman? Like I, I could be. Oh yeah. I've heard the name. I don't. I don't think I've watched it though. He's like it looks like a bug eyed red and silver um, humanoid machine thing. I don't know if it's like an actual person inside a suit or if it's like an alien robot. I don't know. I'm out of my element here. <laughs> yeah. This is this is out of uh, behind the fourth walls element, so that's why we have brought in Benji here. <laughs> uh, but you were making a good point that Godzilla goes from two quick rounds with uh, King Kong into a fight with Mecha and is definitely losing that fight. Uh, a Mecha who has been uh, brainwashed by uh, King Ghidorah so it's got the hate, and you can even see some of the moves that Godzilla used against him, where he like he tried to like breathe fire down Godzilla's uh, throat, uh, which was the move that finished him. So he definitely has learned and has some rage to him. So I don't think it's a fair fight. I would like to see a well-rested Zilla versus <laughs> it versus uh, Mecha. I think that would be really good. And you'll get it. And Godzilla versus <laughs> Mecha. <laughs> versus kong (laughs) it's a three-way stand-up i'll i'll watch a kong versus mecha kong movie after this movie for sure i don't know if there's a mecha kong but i could be down for that you can always make one up (laughs) it's an easy transition here yeah Yeah, i can't wait till the multiverse spinoff of this franchise like (laughs) yeah the series specials of godzilla's own anthology series Godzilla Endgame, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the gauntlet. Infinity Godzilla. Rodan Vision. <laughs> the <laughs> weekly special. <laughs> there, there is a, there's a market for it. I think so. <laughs> I think there's a market for it. Like until you, you can make a market for anything. To be totally honest, like I, it could catch on. The, I, like I'm, I'm honestly like more surprised as to how much of a positive reaction has gotten because like normally these movies are like mercilessly uh bombarded with like negative reviews i, I haven't seen the rotten tomato score for this thing but like it's like an 80 is yeah, it really i owe you that chick-fil-a lunch it's, this it's, is like, <laughs> it's between, like 75 and 80 i right thought now. for sure this was gonna be like 60 at most mm-hmm. just because like you have to rate these movies on like a consistent scale so I don't know how this is stacking up with other 80 movies, but like, <laughs> but it is exactly what you anticipate. And it's not like it's trying to be something more. It's like a, it's a car losing control on the snow and just steer into the skid and it's going to be all right. <laughs> it's at a 76% right now. Ooh, I need six percentage points off of that to push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think like, I think part of what works for it though is because it, it knows how stupid the idea of this movie is yeah. and like it, it does like it does a great job of being good at what you want to be good at like that when mecha godzilla comes out and basically unleashes an ungodly barrage of missiles <laughs> at godzilla after he's like fresh off the kong fight that's like a just an awesome moment of like wow this is this is pure turn off your brain <laughs> have some fun like action yeah and i think it, it's it's fun too because it kind of is in keeping with like 
if you want to say that there's any lore in this. Like, Mechagodzilla is consistently, like, just beats down Godzilla in the first couple rounds because he's a super bot that's kind of controlled, or made, essentially, to destroy Godzilla. Right. Even his breath is supposed to be, like, as it was in the movie, stronger than Godzilla's atomic breath. But it's it's fun to, like, kind of see him go full Terminator mode and... Like, you're just kind of alone for the ride. The way they shoot it, too, is fun, where it's just, like, from the perspective of the monsters. Or we were talking about, like, even flying through the oh, flying through cool. the atomic breath with the coming out of the hollow earth and the heave was cool. Like, there's a lot of cool moments like that. That would have been perfect for, like, a 3D movie. Like, in <laughs> like from the perspective of the heave, which was the craft that uh, Apex had built to go to the center of the earth. Uh, coming out of that and just flying like across Kong's face on like down his back through the breath of Godzilla around him like that was so I didn't know what I was seeing in that <laughs> moment but I loved it. <laughs> it will make a great Universal ride too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, like I I'd be down for it. I've never yeah. been to Universal myself but I like I I'd, I'd book I'd book my flight to go there. No, I could definitely see this being like a world in one of those parks for sure. Um, I think one thing too, that really I enjoyed uh, from like the human team element was, uh, was Kaylee. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Hoddle's character, the, the deaf girl from the Island. I thought she did actually a really good job for like showing emotions in a movie that you don't need to act that hard. <laughs> like all the adults in that movie have mailed it in. <laughs> Just from, like, they're just there to get the paycheck. But she was, like, producing tears, like, showing some compassion. Like, she played that role of Kong's, I don't want to say love interest, because that seems wrong, but, like, yeah. that's always been a thread in those movies Kong's where he loves, like, this blonde girl. Like, connection. Yeah. yeah, so I like that they reversed it to, to be a child, and I like that she's actually deaf and representing a group that you don't really see in movies that often. Yeah. I'm, I'll be honest, I was expecting her to die in this movie at some point. <laughs> I was going to be like, all right, so Godzilla's going to squish her and that's going to like unleash Kong's rage or something. Like That's the, that's the way that I was like, they we're probably going to go. But I didn't think of that. <laughs> that would have been too morbid. I don't think you can kill humans in this movie. You like, can't. It has to be off screen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They've killed quite a few. They killed the the doctor in the last King of the Monsters movie, like, I think it's Sally Hawkins' character, is like a big deal in the first Godzilla. Oh, yeah. And she's like a big time actress, and then she just gets stomped by like King Ghidorah, like in the first act, and you're like, okay, that's that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> and they Wait. did kill the Apex's whatever that CEO, his guy. daughters. Yeah. The they killed guy. him and his daughter. Yeah. That whole family line was wiped out. <laughs> that was hilarious too. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's just like she served no other purpose than to die for that one particular scene. <laughs> like as yeah. soon as you want the, as soon as you're supposed to hate her, she immediately dies, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Right. But yeah, I think um I don't know. I, I guess we talked about future of it. I like the the rounds that we saw. Uh, is there any scenes in particular that you thought either stood out uh for being really good or really bad that you would want to talk about? The uh, scene in the ocean where they're fighting on the carrier. I was waiting for that carrier to sink and take both of them down with them. 
you wanted that to go down. Yeah. <laughs> the last standing ship. <laughs> it just made no sense. They were both on there. Like clearly, it wasn't supposed to float like that. Like, didn't it flip too? It flipped, and then you can reflip it, <laughs> <laughs> and it just started draining water out because that's how ships work. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I thought, like, for me personally, I, I mean, I, I was a big fan of the movie in general, but I think that was always going to be the case. I think the one thing that I would like nitpick at would be. I would have liked a little bit more time with Mechagodzilla at the end. I yeah. think it it probably was the right amount of time to get people to like enjoy it because realistically, how much can you watch of Mechagodzilla throwing down between Godzilla and Kong? But that last little like the two team up and then Kong's total dismantling of Mechagodzilla was pretty quick. Yeah, I definitely would have liked a little bit more Mech, um, or at least like the discovery of like him in that training simulator we got one of him fighting a skull cr- crawler for like a second and then he was like okay i'm ready <laughs> uh or maybe yeah i feel like it would have been better if he was controlled by sarazawa's kid in this in this movie only to set up a future movie where Ghidorah uploaded to him to to mecha godzilla and that creates like like that could have been like the closing scene, like the eyes flicking or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, give us some fan service stuff. Uh, I don't I don't hold it against them though. I, uh, I I I don't know if there's any scene I would remove from this. I think I would only want more scenes. I I think we're conditioned to watch longer movies now. Not that you need to make a four hour Snyder cut, but like <laughs> even an extra twenty minutes would have made this two hours and fifteen, which is not asking a lot for for a good CGI graphic movie that has been compelling for for most of it. I'll take a four-hour cut of this movie, as long <laughs> as it's like the monsters fighting each other for that long. Yeah. They but they probably... did a really good balance of humans yeah. versus monsters in this movie, though. We gotta say that. No more human self for the next one. <laughs> just give us all monsters. <laughs> And give them all voices too. Like, just let them talk to each other. <laughs> I would love to know what those what those roars were between King Kong and Godzilla. Like, I can guess what they were saying, but I want to know subtitle wise. <laughs> I've seen people memeing these already, but like, I really actually enjoyed the reactionary shots we got of Kong and Godzilla, especially when like Godzilla's laughing. <laughs> and, uh, he was enjoying uh, that fight, like winning that fight in yeah. in Hong Kong. At the end, when he walks away back into the ocean, he just gives the nod over to to, to Kong. <laughs> like they're bros now. Like they, they've settled that, their beef. Yes, that's exactly what we were thinking when we were watching. We're like, we're waiting for that predator handshake where they just like, high five and like, let's go to war against uh, against Mechagodzilla. <laughs> we're gonna get that in the sequel when they face off against Mecha King Ghidorah. They're like, all right, it's time. It's, <laughs> I want to see a 2v2, though. I want to see, like, Mecha King Ghidorah, Mecha Godzilla <laughs> versus these two. Kong and just and let them go. And, like, King Kong's hammer, like, drains battery. And then, like, Godzilla's in a fight. He's, like, looks to his left and just blows a little fire <laughs> his way. charge. <laughs> I want to see him go crazy with it. But I I think that would have to be the sequel. Is like, just give us pure monsters fighting. Yeah, I think uh, you were talking about, like, good moments, like the bro moment. We, we had kind of discussed the pop on the shoulder back in before Khan gives, like, the mean mug. <laughs> they get back in the fight is, like, if you hate this type of movie, you hate that more than anything in the world. And if you love this movie, you are just, like, 
over the moon when you see that. I even as like a Godzilla guy, I was like, okay, Kong's a Kong's a, a Kong's earned respect. He's, respect. he's a he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> he completely was wrecking uh, Mecha Godzilla there, and I, I just I, I love that whole sequence there. Like that's that's the one moment I think of this movie that I'll probably go back and replay the most if I were to have like a, a dull Friday night at some point. And I'm like I, I I need something to watch. Um, but yeah, like I I, I kind of hope that they do continue it in some capacity, like whether it be a reboot or something. I don't know. I just I thought that this was the kind of movie that maybe it's a sign of the times too. Like I was wanting this but didn't really know i wanted it in a way yeah i totally agree this is like perfect for what we need right now just like turn your brain off just watch two hours of kaiju's fighting and just like that you don't need to think you don't need to listen to the plot points and discussions you just need to watch you know haymakers being thrown and i totally agree i think the last like whatever it is like 40 minutes of the Hong Kong sequence, I would totally go back and just watch that if I was like in a crunch for I gotta I gotta get a fix on watching the fight sequence. It this is our generation's Rocky. <laughs> I'll go that part. This was like I think I texted you this, but I was like to me this felt like watching classic WWF back when I was a kid. Yeah. And like waiting like right when somebody does a heel turn and they come in with like a steel chair or something. Like that's what it felt like to me. Um, and also, I don't the, know. The, you, you said it too. The uh, the Captain America and, and oh yeah, and Bucky Barnes fighting Iron Man in Civil War. Like this was exactly it. It was just two guys like overpowered one other really powerful being. <laughs> that was great. I, I I just I really enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. Like yes, I, I knew I was gonna like the, the the monster parts right, but I didn't think like I was gonna be like over the moon with it and i i feel like for whatever reason it it, it hit right in the spot that i needed it to hit <laughs> i just want to have fun on a friday night at some point <laughs> mindless yeah. fun like so it delivered well uh, i think we're good to wrap it up there so benji thank you for joining us in the studio today we uh we enjoyed your presence your knowledge you, you helped us out because <laughs> we had no clue what happened in the in the history of king kong versus godzilla <laughs> Some of that is blurred, so it's just, you know, hopefully mostly correct things that I pulled up. We're not up. checking you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get, like, a fact check line on some of the, the finer points of that. Hopefully they're close to accurate. But, uh, yeah, it's a blast. Thanks for having me. I always listen to you guys. It's, it's a lot yeah. of fun to to be in here. Hopefully not messing up the flow. Probably a, probably a one and done in the third person, so let's, sorry let's for have it back, in that dude. future. <laughs> I thought yeah. this, this is one of, our, one of the more fun conversations I think we've had, so... Yeah, yeah, this is a lighthearted movie. Good conversation. Uh, but if you are out there and you're trying to fact check us, or if you just want to throw your opinions in there, we'd love to hear them. Uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at BT Fourth Wall, 4 being 4th. Otherwise, thanks for listening. <laughs>